Hello. Hey, is this Ryder from Mohawk Lodge? <laughs> Scott, what's going on, dude? I'm doing great, man. What are you up to is the better question. I'm on a bike, biking down Queen Street, so we're going to do it on the move. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a little bit of an adventure because uh, I love my sound quality to be good. And <laughs> we're going to be rolling oh, the dice shit. today. Uh, okay. Is it, are you recording this or is it just so that you can write it down? Or what's... No, no. This is going to be on the radio. I'm sort of warming you up, as they say. Ah, okay. Well, I'll stop. I'll stop. Oh, you're too kind. You're Hold too on. kind. Where Hold are you on. heading to? I am heading to Trinity Bellwoods Park in Toronto here to meet up with Eamon McGrath so we can talk about girls and girl problems. Uh-oh. Which one of you is having the girl problems? Oh, which one of us isn't? Yeah, is that too long? Oh, well, let's see what we do. All right. <laughs> uh, welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I've got Ryder from Mohawk Lodge in the line. Hi, Ryder. How's it going? Scott, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing, doing good. I'm doing not doing quite good. as good as you. Whoa. <laughs> welcome to the show. I'm going to jump right in there because, you, as you said, you're on the move. So, Crimes is the record. Can you tell me the story behind that album? 
Ah, uh, the story. Um, well, it got started a couple of years ago. It was a, uh, went through a bit of a breakup, as uh, we all do. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's the story. And for, and a little inspiration for some of the tunes. Um, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> it's funny because, like, we just started, we just got back after, like, three months of shows and, uh, we just started to write the new one. And just in this last week, like, I'm so excited about the new tunes that, that, you know, Crimes is now old to me. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a breakup record full of ditties. <laughs> well, you can't really answer like that. Well, I mean, you can. I, I can't I can't force you to say what, what you don't want to say. But in the press release for the record, it goes into details about the story. And um, I'll even, well, I'll just start here. You ended up in jail because you found an ex and a friend together. And uh, there's songs in the album that detail this. So anyone who listens to the record is going to know in some detail. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very dark time. And uh, I don't want to go into details. But yes, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Long drawn out process. Um, <laughs> why is it easier? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Why, why is it easier to talk about these things in music than to people? Um. Well, you know, it's just it's a bit uncomfortable. Like, you know, I uh, I reached a very dark spot, and uh, probably the darkest point of my life. And yeah, you know, it's just, it's great fuel for. Uh, Great fuel for tunes, but once out of the once the fucking clouds have lifted, you don't really, you know, I don't really want to, like, you know, it's just a story. I wore that story out through a ton of songs by wearing out my friends, and uh, you know, story's done. That chapter's done. So I don't know. Time to move on. All right. Well, I'm with you. I can't wait to hear the new record. But since it hasn't been made yet, I want to talk a little bit about the previous record, Crimes. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Well, the story culminated with you being taken to jail at the Main Street in Vancouver, and one of the songs talks about that. Was the song actually written while you were being held? Uh, probably in my bones. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it was just, I spent a day, it was funny because it was actually the first date I'd had, you know, since that had happened months earlier, and I'd walked in on a certain... Uh, on things happening with the uh, next, the next, and the next uh, member of the band, <laughs> and uh, we I tried to cross the border. It was actually we had gone on the, had gone on this on the first date, and she found out we had a cabin down in Port Roberts. So uh, you know we, <laughs> we, we were, she was like you know Sunday night, it's like oh let's go down to this cabin. I'm like oh yeah it was a great idea. And uh, anyway we got to the border, and uh, they held us for like two hours. Then they shipped me down to Maine and Hastings because uh, apparently uh, my lawyer was supposed to. I don't know. It was a big, uh, big mix-up. Sure, sure. <laughs> Needless to say, it was one of the most interesting first dates ever. Me getting taken away in a cop car. So there Fair you enough. go. But are but, you? The, well, I don't want to talk. Well, over I was just going to say, like, it's ama- it was amazing, and that um, you don't. We don't generally appreciate our freedom. And fuck, I'm. I was so happy leaving after it wasn't it wasn't long that I was in there, like 24 hours. But uh, you know, getting thrown in with uh, some uh, very interesting, colorful characters, 
and uh, I never appreciated freedom like I had after and uh, going through that one. And no doubt. So back to my question, though, are you one of those guys you find yourself there in, you know, held in the, I guess, jail or what do they call it? Held in the holding cells. Who's like, you know what? This is a bad experience. While I'm waiting here, I'm going to sit down and write a song. And I asked that question. Whoops. I, I, do, I asked that question because you're one of those guys who is all about music. You know, you've been in several bands. You have your own record label, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> you know, I, uh, no. It was, the, it was like I haven't been bored. When, when you run a label and you uh, play in bands, you're never bored. You always feel like you could be doing more. And when you're stuck in stuck in cell with like five crack dealers out of Surrey and uh, you know there's not even a fucking lid on the toilet and um, there's you're literally like there is nothing to do and you know the conversations I had were it was just amazing it kind of blew my mind but I mean people that have been in and out of jail and uh, yeah it was uh, was something else (laughs) do you keep in touch with any of those guys? What's that? Do you, do you keep in touch with any of those guys? Oh, yeah. They, they play on the new record. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Ryder from the Mohawk Lodge on The Interview Show. All the rejection in the world can't bring me down. Try 
You're listening to Ryder from the Mohawk Lodge on the interview show. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm uh, walking down Queen Street here. I don't want to beat it to death, but but uh, I have to ask, Have the ex, uh, has the ex-band member and the ex-girlfriend, have they heard the record and what do they think? You know what? I don't know. I haven't seen or talked to either in three years, so, you know, there you go. Fair enough. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> the album tells a story pretty much in a linear progression. Was it your idea to tell it just sort of as a straight-up story? You know what? Honestly, it was just like those are the songs that came out. Like, you know, there was probably about 20 tunes that all happened in a, you know, they, it was, you go through these, like, writing waves. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I usually write tunes, like a lot of tunes, where, you know, there's a couple nuggets of the song, but it's not until, like, we're getting down to business to, rec- to actually recording that I go in and spend, like, three weeks just doing lyrics. And so they usually come out, you know, at a, there usually comes a theme throughout the record based on that, you know. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I answered that one either. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. So... The album ends on a bit of a positive note. It sounded like you sort of had a new lady on the go. So when you date women now and they sort of hear about how, you know, your relationship woes can literally weave their way into your music, do they expect a record about them? Uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But uh, there's there's been one lady recently, and uh, she's definitely got a couple songs to her name. But uh, I, my goal is to make this, this next one is going to be more of a, uh, it's going to be pretty funky, actually. I don't know about funky, but it's like, it's, kind of, it's like, it's pretty soulful. And uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a few tunes like that, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping this one's got a, a little more light in it. I don't know. I, I think Crimes is a great record, so another one like that wouldn't be horrible. Although I think for you, it might be difficult to live through. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I don't, I don't need to ever do that again. But uh, you know, good, good lessons came out of it. Good stuff, good stuff. Now you used to be a Vancouverite, and now you've moved to Toronto. I, uh, I have to say, like, I, I love Toronto, and uh, yeah, and it feels more like home to me than than Vancouver does these days. Cool. So, what is so. it about Toronto that's made you feel at home? Oh, no, it's just a very serendipitous city. Like, you know, you walk down, it's like. It's like a, it's kind of more like a small town. Like the uh, everybody that I know lives, you know, within ten blocks of me, and it seems to be like half of them are doing fairly well in the music industry, and everybody's just really productive, and uh, it's just inspiring. I can't, I don't know. You know, Vancouver is like everybody's trying to hold on to their one little piece of the puzzle, whereas you know, Toronto, like people invite you up on stage and. You know, I've played on stage with some people that I, you know, really respect just out of out of the blue, and uh, yeah, it's just it's cool. It's just a little more open. Maybe that's because I spent a lot of time at the Dakota Tavern, which is probably my favorite venue in the country, and uh, it's just a great. It's it's run by musicians and it's a great vibe and yeah, it's just fun. Hey, you're listening to Ryder from the Mohawk Lodge on the Interview Show.
me drive you, drive you away Down the coast we'll find somewhere to stay I'm actually really proud of that one, too, because it's the only time I've ever recorded vocals live off the floor. Hey, you're listening to Ryder from the Mohawk Lodge on The Interview Show. Okay, so you're the guy that's the head of White Whale Records, and you've recently yeah. signed Imam McGrath, who's a young talent, to your label. Yeah, well, it's been two years now, but, uh, <laughs> oh. yeah, I mean, Eamon's amazing. He blows my mind. I'm actually uh, trying to find him right now in this park. Trinity Bellwood, so that we can drink a bottle of wine, talk about a talk about new lady concerns, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean he moved in with us this uh, all over the summer, and we went to Europe together, and uh, you know he ended up pretty much writing most of the lyrics on one of the tunes on the on that new record, Crimes, while in the backseat of a of our van. I was like, oh, I'm having a bit of you know a bit of of trouble with this track and he was just like oh it's one of the chords and banged out banged it out in like five minutes cold hearts came to be and um so yeah yeah he's he's an exciting dude i've been down that road i don't know I mean, the song was written, and then it was just like, you know what, I'm not super happy with the lyrics. They're like very one-dimensional, and he just picked them apart, and yeah, gave it some life. Cool. So he's like a young guy, and you're a guy who's seasoned in the game. What's it like <laughs> <laughs> What's it like being a mentor? Uh, I don't know if I'm, I think we're mentors to each other, but it's, we're, I'm in a, you know, I'm just in a great place to help him right now, and it's, uh, you know, I, he plays in my band in the Mohawk Lodge out here, he's the lead guitar, and I play in his band, the Eamon McGrath Project, and, you know, I play bass in that, and we just have a lot of fun, like, we're, uh, his best friend Peter plays in both bands as well, from Edmonton, and the two of them, uh, it's just, they're just amazing musicians, and, like, really fun to be with, and, uh, it's nice to be playing music with people who want to be playing music, and who have a ton of drive, and are just super excited about everything. And yeah, I mean, it's just sort of like, again, it's just right place, right time for where he's at and where we're at. And uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. Since you guys are teaching yeah. each other things, what's one thing that he's taught you and one thing that you've taught him? <laughs> uh, man, I, I, well, he's taught me what it means to be prolific 
man, just not to like hold on to the little details. You got just gotta like shit songs out. You just like he sits down. He writes at least a tune a day, and uh, you know he doesn't overthink stuff. Whereas I have a tendency to overthink everything. You know, when it comes to a record, like all we had the whole last record remixed, or you know, and worked on it for a good year and a half, almost two years. Whereas, like, Eamon's last record, he recorded in about six days. And uh, and he's already 20 songs into a new record in four days. So it's like, you know, it's just, uh, it's that's what he's taught me. And, you know, I, I, what I've taught him probably, I, you know, I probably shouldn't comment on that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just, like, we, I, I just, you know, my main function is giving him direction and just, you know, Steering his ship in the right direction. Direction. <laughs> that was a vague answer compared to the first part. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, you'd have to ask him that. I'm not, I'm not sure. All right, well, fair enough, fair enough. I really appreciate your time today, Ryder. I hope that you managed to find him in the park and you guys get everything sorted. Oh, we're going to be sorted very quickly. Good, good. <laughs> I've got a very large bottle of wine, and uh, yeah, it should be fun. Good stuff. Before we go, I would love it if you could take a song off the record and explain a little bit about it as I bring up the music. Um, oh, jeez. What, what do we want to play? Well, Done Fighting was the song that literally happened the day after after, after a bunch of stuff happened. Not uh, another chapter, but like it was probably the first song written for the record. and uh, And it's just about... Yeah, it came after, it actually came after uh, the night before, you know, I was super torn up and a friend of mine, Mark from October Man, lent me a, lent me a Bruce Springsteen DVD and uh, I woke up the next day and like that song came out of it and it's probably pretty heavily Springsteen influenced, but uh, yeah, it's probably the first song written for the record and one of my favorite songs on it. Hey, you're listening to Ryder from the Mohawk Lodge on The Interview Show. Great, great. Well, I hope the next record charters its way into your head. Thank you very much for your time. Scott, thank you. Okay.